What's going on? All right, what's going on? Episode 89, A-League Show. What's up, everybody? Everybody, once again, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Um, straight from our palatial, um, our palatial studios in the suburban Atlanta area. How's everyone, how's everyone doing this morning, this Sunday? For uh, our dumber listeners, such as myself, what does palatial mean? It's one of those words that I guess means like like plush or well done or something like that. And that was the word of the day from Akeem Bailey. <laughs> uh, you know, first it's Sunday morning. Gotta you know give thanks, shouts out to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Say it off. I want to wish my boy David Norwood a happy belated birthday. Oh yeah, yeah, what, yeah appreciate it, man. What, what, what you what you do for your for your for your big day? Oh, it wasn't a big day at all. I was just, uh, you know, I was at Tech Homecoming, and I was tired, so I didn't. <laughs> nothing. You know, I, I, I wanted them old. I guess one of old folks' birthdays now. Oh no, well, nothing. Nothing too extracurricular. I mean, this is this is Atlanta. We talking about here. No, I mean, no, there's no. no not at all. <laughs> not, at all. <laughs> not at all. Like I, I literally, it's one of those birthdays, you know. Just, oh really? Yeah, like my highlight was going to be <laughs> <laughs> you know i think as we get as we get older we kind of like get you know get further on that because you know because it's one of those issues where you know like up until like maybe our mid-20s we like hey happy birthday we want to go out we want to you know party and everything go to the you know go to the bar maybe you know go to the club go to the game go to the club you know you do all that <laughs> go to the club maybe a third time and then but, so yeah, I think but, that, that, that was you at the epicenter <laughs> <laughs> hey could have been very well <laughs> but it's one of those things where you know as we you know as we get older it's like we start we start somewhat dreading birthdays it's like oh we you know when we turn like 26 27 it's like oh an another birthday like another another year older officially yeah, I don't know. I can't relate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you'll know. You'll know. Yeah, Rashad to start getting carded. I know he didn't. They said, <laughs> <laughs> "Man, I don't even look. I don't even look my age. I'm still. I'm probably gonna still like getting carded till I'm, until I'm like 40. Oh yeah. Because I don't so, even look anywhere near my age. How How old are you, Akeem? <laughs> <laughs> Two eight. Two. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and David, you, you two nine, yeah, two nine, <laughs> two nine, like like the group. Shout out to two nine, my boys, Curtis Williams, Michael made it, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a YouTube that right there. Can you even put one another one over my head? No, that, that's that, that's a, that's an underground Atlanta. That's like underground Atlanta. Hey, those guys are all around the city. Shout no. out my age, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Who is this? <laughs> it all depends. It all depends, you know. Uh, but, but 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 uh, yeah, we boy, sometimes sleeping on David. Hey, what's your boy's back now? Mm-hmm. Mr. MJ. Already, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? MJ Radio. Uh, I guess so. Is it, aren't you, aren't you, didn't you tell me that about that? Yeah. Oh, what was what was the deal with him again? Oh, he's back on the, on the airwaves, man. Oh, yeah, coming back in November. 
Yeah. November, a huge deal, huge deal. And shout out to uh, uh, Ryan Cameron, a, uh, an ATL radio legend. For those that probably don't know, signing a uh, huge deal with uh, with uh, Urban One and 107.5, 97.5, November 2nd, doing afternoons. Big deal and uh, big deal around here. How much was it? How much was the deal? Yeah. I don't know how much the deal was. Um, I do know that it's a multi-platform. It's a multi-platform deal. Um, he did mention that he wanted to – the thing about uh, what Ryan Cameron wanted to do is that he didn't want to just uh, do, like, radio because if he was just going to off, get offered, like, a straight-up radio deal, he didn't. He said he wasn't going to sign. But he's going to be doing, you know, his afternoon show on, on Magic, and he's also going to be, you know – creating content as well for um for tv one because you know tv one urban one they're all under that uh you know they're all under that same umbrella so he's gonna be he's gonna be doing stuff with them too and yeah, retirements are just they don't even mean anything anymore you got Shawn michaels out yeah. and then you got, <laughs> oh man you got you got, you got ryan cameron and what was that dude on new york radio i can't think my francesa yeah there's like man nobody nobody stays retired. nobody stays retired just ask brett Favre. i mean how many times did he retire and unretire like like 20, 30 times. Oh, yeah. But, but I think this is kind of different since it is, like, including TV1 and TV. Right, exactly. So I think, you know, that, that's a little different. Uh, I'm right. going to welcome Jeremy in the building. Jeremy, oh, yeah. what's good? I'm good, man. Go dogs. I, I got, oh, oh, man. man. All right, man. all right. Hold okay. on, hold on. Before we get to that, I, I got to tell you something, man. Okay. I, I, I went to Hawks Open practice yesterday, a little fan experience, and I like Trey Young. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> like, I mean, like, 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 not, not as a player. Oh, he's, he's oh, a, he's a pretty know. cool dude, man. Yeah. Oh. And, and like that. That's what Jeremy told me before. He was like, he's a, he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's an and like, you wouldn't kind of like. I don't know. I don't know if, if I assumed that he was gonna be a little more stuck up, a little more oh, arrogant. No. He is. He is really. Yeah, nice, he's really man. down to earth, man. He look you in your eye when you speak <laughs> to him. That's. That, I mean, he shake your hand. He. When he when you ask him a question, he look at you, speak you directly, and it's not, I, I, he's a nice guy. Yeah. So so I, I asked him a question yesterday, and I, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you his response. His response was, uh, surprised me. Okay, all right. You can hold that in the middle so everybody can see. It's a lot of people that's not keeping that same energy, bro. Yeah. A lot of the people that was, you know, laughing with the laughing emojis in Utah, they the same people putting the fire emojis after the shot and everything like that at the end of the preseason. What would you have to say to the people that's not keeping that same energy? Well, I mean, that's that's not my worry. My worries is is being able to, to focus uh, on on how to help my team win each and every night and I I don't necessarily worry about what other other people have to say. I mean, I obviously hear it, but I don't let that affect me. I, I, I play my game. Some gonna like it, some not, and that's just how it is. And my main focus is this team and, and trying to help this team win. That's what's up, that, Trey. As long as he live it, I mean, I'm cool. He right. handled that He's so well. Oh, good PR answer. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, I, I want to see the product on the court, but in the preseason so far, like, I mean, he hasn't seemed to listen to what people have been saying about him. You know, like the whole, you know, he's. All he is is a shooter or a scorer. He hasn't really played like that. So maybe it's a change in his demeanor going from college to the pros. He maybe answered that so well. Yeah, like, he, he, I mean, because because he could have easily. I lobbed it up for him to be like, 
yeah, you know, it's only us on this side. We always, I always knew, you know, I could play. I, I had confidence in my game. The shots just weren't falling. Yeah. You know, like, it's I don't know. easy live for uh, an answer like that. I don't know. These uh, media, these players are well coached, you know, as far as. Oh, yeah. Shout, That's shout very out to That's very true. Shout, shout, shout out to Garen and the whole PR staff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, let me catch him after a game, like, after they get that L, you know, because he's, he's not used to, you know. In the locker room after the L, they, they've yeah. been really nice to me. PR staff. Has, what do you mean like, they're not used to taking L's? I mean, Oklahoma That's lost a lot last year. Mm. I was saying like, hell, me, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's neither here nor there. I'm just joking. But I mean, yeah, he's mm. he's I mean, he's been well versed in how to handle the media, and I really think it. I mean, from what I understood from him and what I've seen of him, he he seems to be genuine with what he says. I mean, well, I he, the, the fact that he looks you in the eye, yeah. it's, it's a little thing. To it's, yeah, it's the it, it's the it's the feel of what he says and how he says it. I mean, there, I've I've seen interviews by people, and I know they didn't mean that. I mean, yeah, so. it's very clear when you know when you listen to interviews sometimes, and when you play back interviews, it's very clear that you know they're giving a whether they're giving a canned answer or whether they're giving a real answer. It's very clear to see and. Uh. One of the things that I believe that we talked about on a previous episode in terms of Trey Young was we talked about how he would be able to handle the spotlight in the NBA because there wasn't really all that much media following him in Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a yeah. football state. Yeah. So going from Oklahoma to, you know, to Atlanta where, you know, there's there's media there, of course, and to, including our two uh Hawks media extraordinaires. But uh, but outside of that, you know, it's you know, it's not exactly like going to New York or yeah, going yeah. to Golden State or he, going to LA. He, fe- he fell into a good spot because right. the the coverage of the Hawks is kind of similar. Key here. Yeah, it's kind of similar to what he had to deal with in we, Oklahoma. We got six people. We got <laughs> KL. We got Jamelia. We got uh, shout out to Jamelia. We got uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got, uh, we, got uh, we got Terrell Thomas uh, from right. hip hop since nineteen eighty seven. Man, and, I almost uh, spit my power. I, I think out. he's. I think it's like these modern times is what he's doing now. Uh, we have yeah, Jeremy, myself, um, Donnell. He covers the Hawks Bria. sometimes. I mean, but like, and, and now you're getting into the sometimes people. Bria yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Carla, Carla P. I mean, it's, we, and I, I mean, I don't see anybody grilling. Oh, Brad, like Brad, I'm trilling, I'm tripping. Brad, <laughs> trilling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't, but I don't see any of those like people like grilling him, asking him like, yeah, he ain't got to deal with no Frank Isola or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah. I mean, right. not, and that's not a disrespect <laughs> to any of these people. It's just, I mean, the, the people who ask the toughest questions will be like the AJC people, and AJC doesn't even have a a beat reporter. Wow. Which is which? Which is a story in itself. Wow! We don't have a beat reporter. The athletic has college oh, football Cun- kids covering us. Yeah. Right? Nah, he, nah, nah. Cunningham's just writing like regular columns now. Oh, because uh, the athletic pretty much plucked the entire sports department of the Macon Telegraph, and you know now now they're there now. No, no, because one, one dude came from. He used to cover Auburn for SEC Country, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That that's the dude with the glasses that's always wearing the camera uh, vest. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he always. All right, I'm not gonna talk about people I know. I never met him, so yeah. Um, him and then they they have this girl that uh or this young woman who covers uh she just graduated from UGA. She covers college football mainly, mm-hmm. but oh, she yeah, does. I know, I know you're yeah, about. yeah. She did a couple of Hawks stories for Athletic. They have no bias, but they got him doing the Braves. Yeah. I'm like. I mean, I understand that because he covered the Braves for uh, MDJ, uh-huh. but it's like 
he been covering the Hawks for a few years now. Like if I was them, I'd put him on the Hawks. But yeah, that seems to be more his. Uh, that seems to be more his forte, I guess. I mean, I would assume. I haven't read many of his brave stories. Mm, one would think. One would think. And uh, yeah. Oh my, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. It um, is what it is. We we can get into college football before it gets too late. Oh yeah, absolutely. And we yeah. definitely need to get to get into college football. Absolutely. Jeremy, explain the dogs. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I don't. They didn't even show up yesterday, so I don't. I don't really have many opinions about it. Is it is what it is. They got they the brakes beat off of them, and they showed up, and then they and then they quit. So, hmm. like, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I mean, it's look, it looked a lot like the Auburn game last year, and it's not the end of the world like people are making it out to be. But I really kind of called this before the year started. Their youth really showed yesterday. I mean, they're a better team than LSU. Mm. LSU knows that, and Georgia knows that. And yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like if they played again today somewhere else, they would win. So, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But I also think the issues when we were, you know, called grouchy UGA fans for the last couple of weeks. Why is why is UJ fans mad about this, and why are they upset about this, and why are you know guys, you, why are you guys complaining? Your team's number two in the country. It was, it was because some of the things that were exposed yesterday were things that we saw coming, like the third down completions. Like there's no creativity in the offense. There's no hmm. separation from the receivers. There's no consistent running game. The offensive line is not as good as everybody thinks it is. And the loss of Ben Cleveland is bigger than people think it is. Oh, Cleveland's out. Yeah, he broke his leg, so he's out for he's been out for he's been out for two weeks, and he's probably got three or four more weeks out. So wow. that's a humongous loss, and uh, not nothing against Solomon McKinley, but he Phil. he ain't he ain't he ain't uh, he ain't Ben Cleveland. So well, left tackle. Uh, Thomas has been banged up. You know, he had a ankle problem. He still doesn't look healthy. So, but he's been out there, but you know, he ain't been himself. So, like, there are some issues that. We've been seeing as Georgia fans and people kind of got on us about it. Like, why are you guys complaining? Um, because yeah. what you saw yesterday. Yeah, they forgot some standards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, there's a standard to play up to, and they're not playing up to it, and they haven't been all year. So, Especially I mean, after last year. Yeah, after I mean, last year they were beating people just because they were just beating the brakes on people. But this year they're beating people just because they have more good football players. Yeah. Right. There's a difference. A huge I mean, difference. And, I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. I mean, Justin Fields is, you know, they need a spark. I don't – I mean, I'm not necessarily saying Jake Fromm is worse than Justin Fields. Or I'm not saying Justin Fields is better. Because right now, like, neither one of them are, you know, anything I would brag about right now. Because they're not – you know, they're not asking them to do a lot. And I mean, one stat I saw was just, like, uh, Fromm plays worse on the road. Yeah. He does at home. And then, you know, the fact that – Yesterday is probably the best secondary he's gonna face all year. Yeah, and you know Greedy Williams, he's gonna be a top pick. You know, so I mean that's something you know definitely, definitely got taken the factor about that. You know, he's Greedy Williams going against your best wide receivers, and and you know that's it's tough and you know, a good learning experience. But um, you know, I just look at like Georgia. Um, I don't. Think, I look back to Miami last year. You know they were hot, just like Georgia was, and they made a quarterback switch. So you know, and mm-hmm. they did it again yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, I just, I don't know. I just thank you. I mean, I can see like, um, you know, you had Bama. You know, they pulled their quarterback, but it's just you know all that switching and stuff. I don't know if that's you know want to make that a controversy, especially with a young team. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm to the mindset that if you're gonna do the switching. You know, either play one of the guys or don't play them both. 
Like yeah. you, you can't. In today's college football, you can't do that. I mean, their skill sets are not different enough for them to be it to be a viable threat. You know what I mean? Like when when LSU did it all those years, Ryan Perilou and I want to say it was Matt Flynn. Yeah, Matt Flynn. Yeah. They were so different that when Ryan Perilou came in the game, yeah, you knew what you were gonna get. But he could also throw the ball. Yeah. And Matt Flynn was just all you know, he was all handoffs and all throws. That's that's all he could do. I mean, but Jake Fromm can run better than people think he can. And Justin Fields may be a better passer than Jake Fromm is. So, like, they're not different enough for that to work. And I don't I don't like this thing that they've placed on Justin Fields that he's only a runner. Yeah. Because he, he, he was the number one recruit in the country for a reason. And he can throw the ball. He broke a lot of records as a passer. So, mm. I think he should be used more than just as a runner. And if you're going – if you if you not if you feel like you got to get him on the field, then he should be the quarterback. Yeah. So, mm. do you feel like that this uh, that that um, loss will have any um, effect on um, on Georgia's uh, standing? Perhaps you know going ahead as we look you know further when you know it's time to announce the the seedings for the playoff. Not really. If they went out, right. they're in. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's what it's what it would have been if they had won yesterday. Like, cause mm. you're not getting. Two teams in this year. I've I've been, I've thought that from the start of the season, and you're gonna have to win these games to get in. And that's that was the same thing as it was. If you win Florida, Kentucky, Auburn, UMass, Georgia Tech, and you beat Alabama in the SEC championship game, you're in. But that road was the same. So, hmm. I mean, this loss this loss really means nothing for Georgia. If anything, it just proves that LSU is an actual threat this year. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. right. As long as they're playing at LSU, I don't yeah. know what they're gonna do on the road. Well, wake, boys gonna be woken up now. They can finally taste some taste of loss. You know, a lot of yeah. guys. You know, they didn't. They've been feeling themselves. Yeah, they didn't see. You know, a lot of them guys didn't play that title game. So yeah, so mm. now they know how it's like to lose. Yeah, and yesterday, yeah. yesterday was like it just it just was set up to be that kind of day for you know the top teams. Like look look what Iowa State did to West Virginia last night, yeah. and mm. Auburn lost to Tennessee and. uh you know, there was a couple close, close calls with Memphis almost beating UCF. and yeah. I mean, it, it was just one of those type days. And I don't – I mean, I'm not – as a Georgia fan, I'm not upset about it. I wasn't mad about it. I, I didn't like the way they played, and I felt like they were the better team. But, you know, that it's going to happen once a year. An off so, day. Yeah. It's an, an off, off day. Week. Yeah. Like, they're, they're 18 to 24-year-old, 23-year-old kids. Right. Like, you can't say, well, they're not going to have a bad day. Oh, That's of course they happens. are. Of course so. they are. Especially playing, especially playing, of course, you know, on Saturdays with everything going on. I mean, you know, it just it just happens. Every team, even Alabama, every team has an off week. And LSU caught Georgia on its off week. You know, somebody you know could very well catch LSU on an off week, and who knows what who knows what's going to happen. It's just it's just the nature of college football, really. Yeah, just but just to your point a little bit, off weeks. Alabama don't have off weeks. I don't know why, but they don't. So oh, they had an they had an off week oh, again oh. in the national championship game a few couple of years oh. ago against Clemson. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if, if you if you gonna beat Alabama, you gonna beat Alabama. Yeah, they gonna beat Alabama when you beat them. They're not gonna give you nothing. Georgia gives True. away every other every other program in America gives away games sometimes. Yeah, if you gonna beat Alabama, you came and you outplayed them. Mm-hmm. That's that's just what it is. So essentially. Yeah. Essentially, David, you were saying you were saying something a little bit earlier. Two words: Mark Richt. Yeah, <laughs> go off on him. 
<laughs> what I is there to say? I can finally see what these Georgia fans see. Like, I, <laughs> like, you, you know, I, I'm not a Georgia fan. So I've I recognize Mark Rick and all those all those games he won during the regular season, mm-hmm. and he's just a nice guy. I can see what they what Georgia fans mean when they say that stuff, and it's just like <laughs> I was like, really? You got Gerald Willis, man. This dude's gonna be a first round pick, and he's probably not gonna sniff the playoffs. Nope. 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 I mean it's 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 funny that like it takes for him to go somewhere else for him for people to be like, Why are you guys complaining about winning ten games a year? Because we'll win ten games and then the three losses we have are to Washington Tech. Yeah. <laughs> like like why are you losing to Vanderbilt every year? <laughs> Teams that why they does, have no why does Florida constantly beat you? Right. Like, come, like like it's not about how we're not many talking games. about Vandy baseball here. Yeah, we talking about the football team, the one right. that just got blew a twenty-one point lead and a half. You lose to Vandy baseball, that's at least something because Vandy baseball is one of the best baseball programs in the country. <laughs> Vandy football is nine times out of ten, it's football purgatory, and they're in the SEC. Yeah, so yeah, I hate it for them. It's just like Clemson, just all they got to do is stay alive. Yeah, <laughs> they got they got their trip to Charlotte and playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Essentially. It's, it's a walk through basically all season. Mm. I mean, they'll have their bad days, but they find ways to win. Mm. Yeah, like Syracuse, man, that was it, and that's just because their quarterback got hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So but, I'm like, wow. So it is what it is. Absolutely, it it is what it is. It is college football. What can you do? If I'm Kirby Smart, second half, it obviously wasn't working with Jake Fromm. When he was missing some of the passes he was missing, you got to put him fields full time. Or at least just to try him out. See what happens. At least least let him throw a ball. At least (laughs) let him throw the – he came in about 10, 12 plays and then throw the ball once. Mm -hmm. I ain't seen Justin Fields throw the ball since Austin (laughs) P. Yep. He's like, Like Jeremy said, he's the number one recruit in the nation last year. You know what I'm saying? Let if you're gonna put him in the game, let him at least throw the ball to at least okay, we, we can play him fair. We can play him fair. We we know, you know, we kinda don't know what's going on because we know he's got a cannon and we also know he's got some wheels. But putting him in the game just to hand the ball off is so annoying. Yep. And then the UGA students made the jokes with the, you know, to put the N word uh, and you know because uh, the baseball player said it and, and got kicked off, yeah. so so it became like that. The inf- they tried to make it like an infamous catchphrase to flip around as a joke. That's no. not funny, kids. No. <laughs> That's yeah. not funny, children. Right. So that was uh, that was that was foul. You know, y- y'all keep that over there. You know, let that be the news of last week and keep it in last week. Yeah, y'all right. keep moving forward. Well, I think Chinese probably a problem. But <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just. I, I just think that's a simple adjustment that, that I would make. I mean, I'm no college football coach. I'm not a football coach at all. But when I saw Farm miss some of the throws he was missing, I'm I'm talking about basic throws that he was yep. missing. Yeah. Yep. He, he, I mean, he takes sacks in the worst moments. Exactly. I'm just like, why are you taking this sack exactly. as a guy who's played almost 20 college football games now? Like, there is no line. excuse to say I'm, a, I'm he's a sophomore. He's He's not a sophomore anymore. Like he's played. He has. He's, he's played. He's played. Yeah. He's played. Yeah. He's he he's, he's his his experience level says he's right. A he's played in the big moments. There's a big difference between being a sophomore at Georgia and uh and you know being a sophomore at like you mentioned Rashad Austin P. Yeah. <laughs> like he's played under the bright 
lights. Like, at this point, even, even if you're officially a sophomore, you should really feel feel like a senior or a junior. And then he started most of last year. Last year. Yeah. Right. So. If, I'm, if I'm Kirby Smart this week, I'm opening the competition up, and I'm not making it public. I'm, I'm just silently in my head watching these two kids the, and seeing I, the, who plays better. The thing about it is, so it's like I feel like Fromm only struggled that much just because it was, he paced to LSU. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. LSU is a, is a different type of defense. Like, them boys are fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's just like, <laughs> you know, like, he's not going to face at LSU every single week. He's probably going to face defenses where his game is, like, kind of more fit into it. But, I mean. And teams he's for, seen before. But that's where adjustments comes in. That's when yeah. you throw out the game plan. Yeah, right. You're like, we got to win the game. Yeah. Right. That's on the head the coach. That's on the basic adjustment that you make. It's flipping the quarterbacks. At least give them one drive. Play calling. It's the play calling, but then also what you were saying as far as like Justin Fields not playing well. I mean, Jake Fromm not playing well against like the actual teams that you have to beat. That's that's my point as far as like okay making the making the switch is because Justin Fields is creative enough and has enough special about him Mm -hmm. that he can make up the difference. So you believe in Cheney? No. No, Chaney hasn't done – he's been pretty bad the whole time. So, you think last year was all talent and not him? I mean, I didn't think the offense was great last year. I just thought it was just they had Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb. How do you mess that up? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to get creative at all just handing them guys the ball. Essentially. And Essentially. you got a freshman quarterback, so you don't have the excuse of saying, well, why isn't the passing game going? Well, we want to, you know, make sure the quarterback's protected. You know what I mean? Like – those were built-in excuses all from last year. Yeah, because I saw like the numbers on um, Holyfield and in a lot of numbers. And I didn't expect that this year. I was, yeah, I was expecting Swift. I mean, but even though, like, but like I said, they they've done all this against teams that just can't match up athletically. So yesterday right. is the all real matched. was the real deal. Holyfield, real test. Nice. Was the real you know test for what they really look like? Yeah, because. Maybe they need to think about a coaching change. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't been a fan of the offense. Maybe yeah. a change But then again, I'm going to reserve, you know, what I say about Chaney because he hasn't been able to run his offense yet because his offense is tailored for Justin Fields. Oh, I know that. Jake Fromm can't run that offense. So oh, so I thought it was the other way around. No. Like, nah. like uh, I don't Bama teams before uh, Kiffin came, uh, how they how they ran the offense. Yeah. No, yeah. He, he likes that. That five set receivers and slot tight ends, and mm. he don't believe in fullbacks. I mean, he don't believe in fullbacks, but Jake Fromm was recruited mostly to fit that Mark Rick style offense. Yeah, right. And even though he didn't come until Kirby Smart left, that was his style of offense. Yeah, even though he ran the spread in in yeah. high school. Yeah, he did. But Cheney's offense allows a read option and. You know, this, the RPOs and all that. Jake Fromm can't really do that. Even though he can run, he's not He's not going to scare nobody. Because they ran him a lot last year. Mm-hmm. And instead of giving the ball, I mean, instead of keeping the ball, he kept, he, he just handed it off. So it wasn't a threat. So mm-hmm. when you spread the defense out like that, and then you got the threat of, oh, well, this guy can actually hurt me if he runs. That changes like, the whole offense. Like Nick Foles. Exactly. Like you don't expect him to be able to run it. You really don't so, in many ways. That's really why the don't. offense looks so much better with Carson Wentz out there because he can actually run. 
Mm-hmm. And he's more familiar with that offense, too. He's just more <clears throat> familiar with that offense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yo, I'm going to reserve judgment on Chad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Give him one more, like, the rest of the year? I'm going to give him until I see Fields for 12 games. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, if you can't do it then, I'm like, there's no excuse. So, if Fields doesn't touch the field and they just decide that was just an off day and they ride where from, you still – Oh, no. He's not going to get that much of a pass because I think Fields deserves a shot at some point. Eventually. And, you know, it could be one of those things where eventually they, you know, they, they give him that shot. But until then, you know, we'll just, you know, see, you know, how, you know, how the offense flows and everything and see if it, um, you know, see if things uh, work out. As one season is practically at its midpoint, another is at its starting point, which is the NBA. Anyone have their predictions? Golden State is going to win the championship. I, it, it, see, this, see, this <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say it. Uh, you know what I'm going to say. This is, no. I've got a hot take. The uh, Golden State Warriors, DeMarcus Cousins, Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Andrew, Andre Iguodala, they're all going to win the championship. That's a that's a hot that's a that's an Arizona level hot take. That's an yeah. Arizona that's an Arizona desert <laughs> summer level hot yeah, take. Do y'all want to talk about the I shop? Think, I don't think they're gonna win this year. <laughs> yeah, you don't think they're gonna think win? They're, oh, okay, that's a hot take. Right. Okay, you think Boston gonna win? Yeah, I think they're gonna win this year. Really? I don't yeah. know about I don't Boston. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Why? Why, David? Finals fatigue. Finals fatigue. When when have when okay. have Kyrie Irving and Al Horford ever remained healthy for an entire season? Horford played healthy all for for years. He also missed two complete years with the Hawks. Yeah, but Boston, he's been pretty healthy. Yeah, and his last one, his years with Bud, he's been healthy. Mm. Last year, he was he healthy? Was yeah, he, yeah he played. He played all the last year, but he was he the only one left. He's the only one left last year. I he, he didn't miss any games last year. He, he missed have, a few because yeah, of concussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Horford missed a couple. I yeah, still I cannot that. just go ahead, and I said this a few episodes ago, I still cannot go ahead and just pencil Golden State in the finals. I can. Because I have to see what they do. I could, I, could, I know a lot of people are going to hate on Houston because they got mellow, but I need to see them beat a fully – Healthy Houston team before I just pencil Golden State into okay. the when, when NBA finals. I could care less if Golden State got Demarcus Cousins. The thing, the thing about, the thing about Houston is that it's not about necessarily who they got. Like getting mellow, that does that's not what does it for me. The fact that they lost Trevor Ariza and uh, Mute. And Luke Richard and Byron Mute. Joe Johnson. And uh, yeah, Joe Johnson didn't play. <laughs> but those, those, losing those two guys are going is going to mean more than people think because those were their wing defenders. Like, you expect Carmelo Anthony to guard Kevin Durant. Yeah, I think that was James Ennis. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think they, they, their record will be similar and they'll be exciting to watch. But when it comes time for the playoffs, they're just not going to be able to guard Golden State. Man, yeah, Chris I just think stay healthy. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, he's falling off like those knees. But yeah, I mean, I can see like Houston getting someone like maybe they can get Ariza back at a trade deadline after a buyout or even Damari Carroll. Mm-hmm. But maybe you know, I, I can see that they need they're gonna need another wing defender. Like yeah, they're trying to you know you know they probably get Baysmore. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> what if he's something for, for for Hawks fans if all of a sudden they get Baysmore and he's yeah, playing they, in the NBA? Been talking about it for a while. But, okay, <laughs> no disrespect to Kent Baysmore, but when has he been like that lockdown wing defender? Like, I mean, can he guard Kevin Durant? He he has that reputation. I don't know why. I mean, I, I don't see 
Beige I mean, he's a, he's a good a defender, oh, but he on. ain't. Yeah, yeah. I, I apologize, Beige. You you have great effort on defense. Not knocking that, but like like you were getting to. Kevin Durant is seven foot. There's exactly. a difference LeBron between, James is six nine. Right. There's a difference between being great on defense and being a LeBron stopper or a KD stopper. Baysmore yeah. would not be that. And that's not saying Trevor Ariza, Trevor Ariza, or Demar Carroll or any. The only player that's ever like just like gotten in LeBron James's way is Kawhi Leonard. So unless they're going to get him at the deadline, <laughs> and that's not happening because Kawhi already has his sights set on L.A. Okay, well then if that's the case, well you, you, like the Houston thing is dead to me. Kawhi in the six. Well, he's trying to get he's trying <laughs> to get out the six after one year. He, he's trying he to get out to the six. Yeah. LA. Well, I think it's like with the Jimmy West, Butler, maybe uh, with the West is hmm? just uh, you know, it's probably twelve teams that can playoff caliber teams and. It's probably tougher for Golden State to make it. You know, they're not going to run through the West like they have in the past. Why not? It's fatigue. I mean, so what? What basketball wise kind of tells you that it, Boston is a team to beat, though? Boston, um, basically, you know, they they got younger players, they got experience, they got coaching, and they probably will win the East. I mean, I think the East is tough when the people are giving it credit. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm I mean, not going to say it's Boston, bad. Toronto, I'm Philly, Washington. I'm not saying it's bad because, like, Milwaukee's going to be a lot better with Bud. Philly. Uh, I'm not worried about Philly. Chicago. Okay. I'm, this is my Watch surprise this, the team. Tease. Chicago is my surprise team this year. Oh, no. I, no. <laughs> okay. I, 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 think, I think they can make the playoffs. They're, gonna make the, they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to be at least a fifth seed. They're going to okay, take – Wait, hold on, 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 hold on. Boston, Toronto – Washington, Philly, Milwaukee. Those are the top five. No, Washington's not going to be a top five. Yeah, Washington. No, Washington, no, Washington, Washington is always going to be a top five. stop trying Wa- Dwight Howard. I can't Washington get Washington. The they're a tease every single year. <laughs> but they're always top five every single year. No, they no, barely – they were like seven last year. Washington oh, yeah, yeah, is – I'm sorry. Washington is too much but, of a tease. But they didn't have Dwight Howard. They had Gortat. Uh, they barely Jeez. made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, that whole – that whole chemistry between John Wall and Bradley Bill, that's never going to work. So until they get rid of either one of those guys. Kind of yeah. Or add somebody to like, go along with John like Wall and Bradley Bill. It's just like Portland. Like every year you expect them to do something. I mean, but, they but Portland, they, they don't beef publicly. Yeah, Washington, it's, they beef It's just like, you know, they had this little attitude like everybody like sleeping on them. And, <laughs> man. But I hate when right. Portland does that, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'm just like. CJ know, and Dane, bro, win some games. Bro. Yeah. It's like, I mean, win is. some meaningful games in the postseason. Right. Yeah, you have, got messed up last year by whom? New Orleans. Anthony Davis. Yeah, they without, they without DeMarcus Cousins. They didn't even without, get to without, the got swept without DeMarcus Cousins. No boogie and you still got swept out of Portland. So you mean to tell me one man swept y'all? Well, I ain't gonna say that because Drew, no, Drew Holiday and Rondo balled. I mean, but but you gonna let Drew Holiday and Ray John Rondo have a 2009 <laughs> flashback in 2018 and beat y'all? <laughs> yep. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You gonna talk about but, you gonna talk about dudes that ain't got no no knees and no legs? But but y'all want to talk about uh, the shop real quick? Oh yeah, absolutely. Get, let's get into that. Uh, I let David kick it off. Mm. Oh man, yeah, it's, it's uh shop. I mean, it's good to see another episode. I mean, because I thought it was just like a pilot at first. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, like, did they not get enough good enough ratings? And I found <laughs> out, like, okay, yeah, Drake on the show. So I was like, it's it's good to see that back. You know, I'm definitely it's definitely good to see LeBron do his little uh, his little Hollywood thing now. And see, I got the H- <laughs> I got the HBO app, so I watched uh, Student Athlete to watch the first episode of Shop. So mm. this guy's on uh, all over the place. And but yeah, Shop it was uh it's pretty good. I mean, it's uh. 
I don't know. I don't see a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are talking about the Drake thing. I, I watched it last night. I mean, like, on, uh, yeah, now people are talking about it, like, after that first episode, I really hear it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I only heard stuff about it in the, the group chat with uh, yeah. Keon and them. But uh, the second episode, everybody's talking about, I saw it last night on a um, on the link, on a legal link, but uh, shout out to the government. Um, <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, I watched it last night, and... Drake, he was talking about the, the Pusha T beef, and he was talking about the Kanye thing. And it was pretty much kind of like what you expected. Like, uh, he was like, him and Kanye, Kanye would hit him up first, and he's like, I got this beat for you. And it was the, the lift yourself beat, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, 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 like, he was like, okay, uh, come, come out to Wyoming, bro. So, Drake came out to Wyoming, and he ended up there for like a week working on all Kanye stuff. And then he kind of just left. And then he was like, all right, yeah, bro, we're we going to connect. And then all of a sudden, he dropped Lift Yourself, which is, for the people who don't know, poop booty scoop Whoop-dee-dee-scoop. Kanye did that for three minutes on the beat. <laughs> so, so Drake is like, what the heck? But, like, while they were hanging out and Drake was writing all this stuff for Kanye, uh, he was telling him about his baby mama troubles and the fact that he's got this son and he showed him the son and all that. So fast forward. Uh, Kanye comes out with this album, good music album layout or rollout, and on the first album is Pusha T and Pusha T's dissing Drake, and then so Drake comes back at him, and he already knows that he's gonna come back at him with the kid because he told Kanye about the kid, and you know he said he threw in the deadbeat thing to make it entertaining, and so he was like, well I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with when you come for my friend who's dying of a disease. He's talking about forty. Uh, da, 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 you've crossed the line. They say, oh, there, this is rap. There's no lines. Nah, bro, that's a line. And it's like, yo, Drake, you literally came at Cuddy after he attempted suicide. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, you know, it's all good until it's in your yard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> true. That I, is true. It, it was cool. It was cool seeing that because Drake doesn't do interviews. So, it was cool seeing him talk with LeBron. LeBron's a funny dude, man. Or you know oh, what? Yeah. I think this show is cool because it's like. He's gonna be able to get people that ain't normally gonna do right. interviews. Cause oh yeah, Le the power of LeBron is more powerful than people really think it is. Cause it's, it, it's, it extends beyond basketball. Oh yes, yeah. absolutely, and sports. The weird thing to me about Drake is though, transcended. Like, it's like he's Drake, and I don't think like he always acts like he's Drake. Yeah, I mean, and that could be a good thing sometimes, like kind of humble, but. In other words, like he acts like a fanboy a lot of times. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely. just like, bro, like <laughs> you're Drake. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like every every athlete wants to be like you. You are Drake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. biggest rap star in the world. And just about every single Drake track has a reference to some athlete. Is that yeah. Well, I mean, well, you know, that's just rap, but Well, yeah, it's just but, rap, but, but it, it's just the way he treats like like, you know, not even athletes, but like other celebrities, like He's like he stands over them and stuff. Like he was talking about his son. He was like, "Oh yeah, man, we already working on a jump shot in the pool." He was like, "When he gets about fourteen, I'm gonna send him over to your house." And, you know, he looked at him like, "Is that cool?" And then LeBron was like, "Yeah, man, send him on over." He's like, "Yeah, we're going to Bronny's house this summer." Ah. <laughs> I was like, "Dude, you are Drake, bro." Like, yeah, but yeah. Right, that, yeah. That was just a side rant. I, I mean, maybe say. maybe he hadn't really he hadn't hit him how famous he is yet. I mean, maybe he it's... definitely knows. I mean, he probably I, I, I saw a video of him like in Jamaica where like everybody like just crazy. Bless you. Went crazy. Man. Went crazy like, because they saw Drake. Drake. I mean, Drake is. He Drake's knows how always famous been he is. famous. I mean, put athletes on the pedestal. I mean, like the way he looks at them, like 
<laughs> the way he look at Demarcus Cousins, it's just like pause. Yeah, like Drake's like, always been fa- like when has Wooden. when has Drake never not been a celebrity? He's almost always been a celebrity at some point in time in his life. He's had a great. So life, he's man. used to it at this point. He has to be used to it. Yeah, yeah Joe Joe Budden was talking about that because they are like. How old is Drake? Like 33, 34? And then they looked it up and he was 31. Joe Bunner's like, he's not 31. That's a great life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Joe Bunner, man. He's killing it out there. That's yeah. a great point, Jeremy, that also you made about LeBron because I think that with what he's doing with the shop or what he's doing, you know, he got the student um, athlete documentary out there. He's got the production company. I feel like that he's, you know, I feel like that his reach and his influence is going to be even more when he retires uh-huh. at, than than what he currently is, even while still in the NBA. And that's a testament to that's a testament to whom he is as a person. That's a testament to whom he is as a figure, and it's also a testament to whom he is as a businessman. Like LeBron is an extremely smart businessman. Like he's got he's got his stuff beyond together. And I think and I and. You know, the one of the things that I salute LeBron about is how the kind of people he keep he keeps around him. A lot of these are guys that he's known when he was young, so you know he know they're gonna have his best interest. You know, they, it's gonna come first, and then you know, not only did he he help develop, you know, himself as a basketball player, he was helping develop those guys for this moment, so right. that they can build that that support system around him when he moved into this stage, which is. As a mogul. The mogul stage of Which his career. Which is why he, he went he, to he LA. Brought, he brought his high school starting lineup up with him the entire time. Yeah. That's crazy. And then yeah. the, the woman he married is his, like the woman that was there when they were in high school. Like, that don't get enough, that don't get enough. Uh, enough coverage. It don't get, well, yeah. you know, because you got the, the sideline rumors, you know. I mean. Oh, but, but that happens with every athlete, though. Yeah. Every <laughs> athlete is always going to have rumors that they're I'll creeping on the, somebody's DMs. I always have some. <laughs> I was going to say, dang, But, yeah, man, like it's, I think LeBron is, like, he – the argument between him and Jordan, that is what it is, but people need to start to appreciating what he means to not only I mean, sports, but, you know, the example he set for athletes that are black. Like, right. just, just because of how – He's handled himself throughout his career. And I, mean, I think that's cool. how he's that's what's gonna start to happen now. I mean, it's just gonna be revisionist history, you know, just yeah. like uh how people view Kobe now, all of a sudden everybody <laughs> loves him now, but when his when he was in his last days though mm-hmm. it was a whole different story. Now everybody's like, Let's watch let's watch Kobe on ESPN out telling us stuff that we already know. But I yeah. think Co- I think the difference between Kobe like is you know they're in the paint when you're open, <laughs> <laughs> kick the ball out for three. The difference He's though, open between Kobe what? and LeBron is I feel like Kobe Kobe kind of strikes me a little bit more in his you know in his you know post playing days. He's more of an ambassador. More so than anything, I feel like he's more in many ways of an ambassador for you know for basketball. Whereas LeBron, yeah, he's an ambassador too, but. He's just so many other different things outside of being an ambassador that, you know, that when it comes to post-playing days, LeBron's name is going to be much bigger. Not that Kobe's not going to be, you know, in any sort of way influential. Don't come at me at that, anybody on Twitter <laughs> or the gram. But yeah. I just feel like that yeah. with everything he's doing, LeBron, LeBron kind of has Kobe beat there. LeBron is the face of sports. Thank you. In general. Sport, country, no matter what. 
Around the world. Around the world. You go to Egypt tomorrow and say, I know, who is LeBron James? Oh, yes. 300 hands are going up. Thank you. We, we had that question uh, in the office earlier this week of who's the most famous person in the world right now that's living. Because I think that or alive is probably Michael Jackson other than Jesus Christ. Of yeah. Course. I mean, mm-hmm. LeBron would definitely be up there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that, and that's, that's, like, that's. I mean, but but who is the most? Is it is it Donald Trump? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. Kanye West? They would be up there. I mean, but. They're up there, though, for all sorts of different reasons right yeah. about now, if we know what I mean. We know what we mean. <laughs> I mean, but just being famous, period, like, as people knowing them around the world. Well, I, I don't, like, I feel like Kanye, I don't know if he's necessarily, I think he's only necessarily up there because of what he's been doing lately. But I feel like, like you said, I feel like, Sports-wise, LeBron is definitely, you know, the face of sports around the world. Outside and of yet, maybe Cristiano Ronaldo. That, maybe, that's the only guy that could rival him. And the only and reason as to why Ronaldo is and because – yeah, And Serena. And Serena, be too. Because and – the, and the thing about it is it speaks to the reach of their three respective sports. Tennis, global sport. Soccer, global sport. Basketball, global sport. My, my publisher made the argument for Tiger Woods. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Big, so. When Tiger Woods is playing great in in, in golf, golf might matters way more. Yeah, I, really, and I like golf. <laughs> I can watch golf. Like every one of these guys that play right now is good, as good as Tiger was when he was dominating. Right. Like the whole, yeah. he's changed the way you prepare to play golf. So he wouldn't have been as dominant as he is as he at now if this was twenty years ago. Right. Just because of the type of players that play now, but right. Twenty years ago, twenty years ago, absolutely. You know, Tigers probably Tigers probably tops. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's a great argument. I don't even know where to begin with it because you know, like I just said, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's up there, probably. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, we lost a lot of people that would have been up there, like Michael uh, Jackson. Michael Jackson would. Michael Jackson would have been, been, been number one. Yeah, probably. right. Mm-hmm. And I and like you said, Kanye's probably up there. Not for only just what he's in the news for now, but his music too. Just, yeah, just Kanye West. Yeah, Beyonce. and he's married to Kim but Kardashian. I I don't think I think Kanye's above uh, Beyonce now. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no. As far as famous, yeah, for being famous, yeah, for being fam- for being famous, maybe. I mean, maybe you, you, you got to think Beyonce's boxed into entertainment. Yeah, like you, you don't think of like when you think of Beyonce, Kanye you don't talk about news. her personal life. Yeah. You don't talk about what's going on. Like yeah, there's yeah. not a whole lot of drama there. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, it's just the, her state of being. You know, she's like superhuman. I mean, but yeah. Kanye no, made Kanye media, made world news going to the White House. This social media and people wanted to see him meet that. You know, superhuman. That is that. Just think about that. Kanye West made world news <laughs> this week for going to the Oval Office and talking to the president. Wasn't it common that went a couple weeks ago and nobody said a thing about it? What he went to the he went to the White House and talked to Donald Trump. Oh, Common did. Common went there. It was like two weeks ago, that. and no uh, one said a thing about it. I didn't know Common went. Yeah, to I the didn't White know either. Mm. And it was under the radar. Yeah. I mean, but, but it was it was very public that he was going there and he went and they videoed. Him. I mean, that the, the pastors went a couple like months ago and and that was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, Shabrano was there, man. For real, he was in the cut. Bishop tried to be slick. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Wow, he he did. Uh, he talked about it. <laughs> not, not. I mean, Jared just uh, Jared shout out Jared Oliver. He just pointed it out. Oh wow. He pointed it out on Twitter. 
like took a screenshot and then circled him with the red circle. <laughs> oh man! Oh, man. I was like, "Dang, come on, Bishop!" Oh, hey, wow, man. Bishop tried to do it on the sly. It was unbelievable. It was, uh, John Gray. Uh, I'm not surprised. I, I forgot who the other pastor was, and then it was Bishop Browner, right, right at that table. Of course. I'm like, come on, Bishop. You gotta have a seat at the table, man. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> TD uh, Jakes. Uh, no, I don't know TD. I, I would doubt TD Jakes was there because I feel like me people, neither. Because because the the one that that made the news for being there was John Gray. Mm-hmm. He was like the biggest person that everybody oh, was yeah, talking about from yeah. the trip. Olstein, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Olstein, our prodigy. Right, um, Osteen. I could see Osteen. I could see going to the White House. I could see Osteen going there. Osteen had man. That that was a crazy time, man. Yeah, that was probably the biggest story of of the hurricane, bro. Right, was Joel Osteen opening the doors of his church? Right, and and after and after the and after it it actually was one of those things where he originally wasn't going to do that, but because of pressure, that's when he you know that's when he opened the doors of his church, and that you know, cause a huge PR, you know, firestorm for him. And I feel like it's one of those things that's still lasting with him probably till this day because people still think of, of Joel Osteen like, oh, that's the dude that was, you know, that, that's the that's the dude with the Lakewood Church and he had to face public treasure to open the, open the Lakewood Church. Like, that was just crazy. It's tough being a pastor in 2018, man. Oh, in 2018, absolutely. It's, t- it's tough. and it's all, and I feel like I feel like it's only going to get tougher as the years go on. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. only going to get tougher as as these as this generation who kind of questions everything as they get older. Like I think it's going to be tough for for churches and stuff. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because kids question everything like from the jump. Like oh yeah, nobody just accepts things, and that's a good thing. Oh yeah, for sure. It's always it's always good to always you know have those um have those questions out there and just you know you know just you know always um that's how you grow be on your, be on your toes about that, that about that kind of stuff. I mean that's how you grow, man. I mean you can't just who, be unquestioned who, forever. You know what I mean? Who, who wins Rookie of the Year in the NBA? Yeah, Kevin Knox, DeAndre Ayton. I'm probably gonna go with Knox too. I'm gonna go with Trey Young. <laughs> uh, no, you no. calling it? I don't no, calling it. No, uh, no, Colin Sexton. <laughs> no, no, Sexton's cool, but like he's not even starting on thing. Yeah, no, George, George, George Hill starting. starting because yeah. I figured like they'll probably move him to San Antonio. Hmm. Georgia, Georgia, yeah. really? Yeah. Did didn't he um did he ever play for San Antonio? That's who drafted him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then he was yeah, traded he was, for Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Yeah, I think Indiana won that deal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Real yeah. quick, also, did you, Rashad, did you did you also mention something about the about uh, about an album release? Someone was releasing oh, an album. Oh, Quavo. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Quavo and, and Usher release. Usher, shout out to Usher. I mean, shout out to Zaytoven. Zaytoven been doing like collaboration albums with everybody. He did one with Lecrae earlier this year. Now he's released one with uh, Usher. So have y'all heard it? Nah. I liked it. I really liked it. And I was just like, I went on social media and I, I was on Twitter, I think, and I saw how people were like, Ocean need to explain these eight trap songs he put out. And I was just like, Oh, it's a trap. Yeah. It's a trap song. I, was uh, like, I mean, huh. it's Zaytoven produced yeah. it. It's, of it's, course, it's, it's, it sounds it's a different sound for Usher, but Usher, Usher, how, how you say his name? Usher, Usher baby, Usher, Usher, Usher. 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 from Atlanta. Usher, if you're not from Atlanta. yeah, but I mean it's a different sound. But I liked it. Like I, if on a, on an ABC scale, so I was, was it was it like um, it was only eight songs, so. like Beyonce. Mm. It was better than Beyonce. I mean, like the, the sound. Yeah, it. 
don't know. Like, not really. It does kinda, it sound more believable because it's because it's Usher as opposed to Beyonce? Because Beyonce is just trying to soundtrack to stay relevant. Well, yeah, Usher's always had that hip hop in his music right. anyway. So right, like it's not it's not that foreign to think that he could go to that sound. Whereas because, Beyonce's just trying to ride a wave. Yeah, right. she literally changed her entire style to be into that. Usher right. just kind of moved with the. With his evolution, he That's, adapted, and yeah. it was a smoother transition for him. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like that. One. Uh, I yo, give it a B plus. That mm. Boy, Quavo dropped the line of the year. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, but you- her attitude like a candle. She lit. Oh my god! <laughs> How long did it take him to think of that one? Yo, uh, Favor had 19 tracks, bro. And he should have had two. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is his album out? Is, yeah, it's yeah. out. Oh, it's out. Yeah, it's out. But but no, no, dropping the album. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get everybody. I gotta get everybody. I gotta call everybody out on this. A year ago, maybe two years ago, literally everyone and their mother was saying Quavo needs to go solo. <laughs> Sway Lee, Sway Lee needs to go solo. Both of those dudes released a solo album this year, and nobody cared. (laughs) You're right. Y'all need y'all need to be quiet. Yep. Just be quiet. Just let the groups be the group. Let let the star of the group be the star of the group. Everybody's not Beyonce. Beyonce still had the three people uh, set up. I mean, and and single ladies, the biggest hit. You better ask. You better ask Ralph Travis, man. Yeah, Travis Portis tried it, and it didn't work either. Oh, man. You better Try ask. You better ask Pezzo P. Right. Should have stayed pretty Ricky. It don't yeah. always work. It <laughs> don't always. Pretty Ricky, Ricky, yeah, Ricky. Yeah. Got Everybody's not Bobby Brown. Everybody's not Beyonce. And Bobby yeah. Brown wasn't even the leader of the group. That's how great yeah, yeah. that group was. Well, yeah, right. They got a takeoff solo album coming in Offset. So yeah, we don't need what all they're that. they're releasing. The, the all up. Yeah. They're releasing I can't, I can't solo lie. deals too. Yeah, yeah. The Offset one might be kind of good. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard takeoff by himself. I heard one takeoff song by himself. I've heard one, yeah. Yeah, it, they released one. It was like produced by uh, OG OG Parker, by, like last year. It was on. He might. Sur- I think he's gonna surprise some folks. Yeah, I don't but think t- he's takeoff's the best rapper yeah. in the group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flow. But it's like, is you know, you can be the best rapper and have like not enjoyable music to listen to. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great rappers out here that don't got like. Have you ever heard of Joyner Lucas? Yeah. Oh, you have. Does he have like big hits out though? Yeah. Oh really? I'm not racist. I'm tripping. I'm not racist. Yeah. It was a huge hit. Dang, I've never heard that before. I'm you, tripping. You, you never heard? And I'm not racist. No. No. I'm not racist. The, the video where the white dude ran. Oh, the that's Jordan yeah, Lucas. Oh wow! Yeah, see? Wow, <laughs> this is good for me. Wow. Type of thing. I don't know if that's that was a radio huge hit. Wow. I, I know he's I on that song with Eminem. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah. Right? I'm so I'm so he, lost. I'm he, thinking it's a radio guy. No, he wore that. He wore the hat. That's uh, uh what's his jo- name? Jo- Jordan Lucas. He, he uh, uh, I know Tom Joyner. Tom Joyner. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, he, man wore, he wore, he wore the MAGA hat, and then you know the the white dude, and then he he said the N word, and everybody's like, oh, and that Ooh, was the shock factor. But he didn't say the N word. Jordan Lucas was just rapping the whole time. It was it, it was but, it's but, really but it's cool. very believable. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. It went viral mm-hmm. last year. And it was just a YouTube video. It wasn't even like an actual song, yeah. was it? Uh, no, yeah, no, it's his song. Oh, okay, it's his cool. song. That, ex- right. that explains things. This is YouTube. Yeah, I, mean, right. I mean, he's a great rapper though, and I don't think like that's. I was making the point. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm. you could be a great rapper and not be like this commercial superstar. So I mean, Eminem yeah. was a great rapper. I didn't really care much for his album after the first listen. Yeah, mm. 
It's I not don't. because he can't rap. It's just because he doesn't. I don't. The music don't translate. It, it's not. It very, don't go with music. It's, it's not very <laughs> enjoyable music to listen to. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of one of those one of those albums, I I read something. I read something a little bit earlier where it said like um on one of the songs on the on the on the Quavo album where he was kind of shouting out Nicki Minaj trying to maybe oh, yeah. hinting that maybe there was some stuff going on between. Well, he's him probably and just Nikki. coming back at her for Barbie j- dreams. Yeah. Right. Right. That's what was that was mentioned that article. That I read. You're trying to get a hit, of course, <laughs> and of course, and and na- and name dropping Nikki in rap is definitely a very easy way to get a hit nowadays. The thing is, so let's talk about it. Migos, two misses in a row. Culture two, Quavo solo album. Our mm. Migos on the clock. <clears throat> Jeremy, yes, hold up, Jeremy. Uh, you mentioned this in our year in review <laughs> last year. Last year. Mm-hmm. You mentioned this, right, I and me and Eric kind of, me, Eric, and Shot, and David kind of, you know, try to clap back at you for that. Mm-hmm. I, I did. They have an album with Drake coming out, so that that's probably going to keep last them shot. That's, that's, that's going to keep them The Drake stimulus package. They'll be all right. Because <laughs> <laughs> walk, walk It Like I Talk It is, uh, is not yeah. a good song. Uh, no. But yeah. they force it to be a good song. With the they Drake played it so it. much. Played it, played it, played it, played it, and you couldn't help but. Like it, like it, after a while, but it wasn't a good song. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the one song if you like at a game of, and yeah. yeah, they come on the intercom and the players just like oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even I'm starting I, I think, to wonder. But Stir Fry is definitely probably I would say Stir Fry has been their last like good song, like their last Migos. like big yeah. like major hit. Like you feel uh, like Migos. I feel them, like they them peaked. lyrics though. <laughs> they like, oh. they peaked when they when when everybody was saying they were the Beatles. That was their peak. I was like, <laughs> this is as high as they're ever gonna be. The oh, Beatles, man. every album was like that. That was, was for it, twenty no, years. That it, it was, was Eric that was saying was that the Beatles, that the Migos were the Beatles. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, they were during Culture One. No, that and Bougie. no, them <laughs> guys came. Philip Phillips Arena by themselves. <laughs> what? They can't. No, forget Come Phillips Arena. Now. Forget Phillips Arena. Come on, can now. they fill Mercedes Benz Stadium? Because the Beatles would. Yeah. Mm. By themselves. By, them, by themselves. I mean, first of all, they wouldn't be by themselves. Beyonce's not even by herself. Yeah, that's just the way music is now. But back then, that was how the Beatles rolled. Oh yeah, for sure. They were they were just new addition when they performed. Yeah, Taylor, Cup- Taylor Swift feels Mercedes Benz by herself. And I, when, I think I think Migos <laughs> could could fill up uh, Turner Field. No. Oh God. Oh, when it was Turner no. Field. You know how many seats in Turner Field? 40, 44,000. 40 plus thousand. Yeah, yeah I mean, Migos were performing. Good. Like I looked them up. They performing at center stage, and if they perform at Phillips, there's birthday bash. <laughs> Center stage. I mean, you talking about like twenty? You talking about when they first started, like, mm. and all that. When they first started popping, I'm talking about Tapping. culture. Migos, culture, culture mm. one. Bad no. and do you guys like know like Bad and Bougie has like three hundred million views? Yeah, that's on nice. YouTube. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's nice. But you know, like Migos. <laughs> no, but, like, but it's one of those songs that you once you hear it enough, you just like okay, I'm good. No, but but I'm just I'm saying, not paying like, money to go dance. I'm, I'm, I'm saying at the peak of Bad and Bougie. When every hit, I mean every song on Culture One was a hit. Like it was, they were all on the radio. Every single track, they were. Oh yeah, yeah. they could have. They could. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see them selling out if they headline Mercedes Benz. No, no, you gotta be a special artist because not everybody gets into Mercedes Benz. Oh yeah, they don't even allow you right. to get in if they don't expect you to sell out like ninety percent of it. Right, and plus you also got to remember, you know, when it comes to Mercedes Benz, it's not just the seat capacity. Like you got, like you got, like standing room, standing room only, yeah. and everything I mean, like that. Then you I, can come I, down I, on the field and sit. So the, the, I mean, the, 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 the seat, the seat is, amount goes thank up. Thank you. The thing is, I, I seen him at um, 
what you call at festivals, right? That culture era. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands of people. I mean, festivals, that's different. Thousands of people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but all of them is told I mean, me to say word. Mama. So you said, you know, like, same. festivals are you know cheaper and it's a what? different it's a different audience. Yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, but, but. You're but, never alone at a festival. Because you're not going right. to be able to sell no $20 tickets at Mercedes Benz for Migos and expect them to fill that up. <laughs> you're right. You that's, that's a good point. Yeah, Very like, well. Would you pay a hundred dollars? And then they sit- only and then they only have those two albums and that one album that was really great. Like right. when you go to like a rock concert, that's like a big legendary band. They'll play mm-hmm. hits from like twenty years ago, and they'll just they can get up there and sing all night. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's right. it's a different experience. It really is. It, it's just you know it's just like you said a different experience, a different vibe all around. That should do it for us here. Another episode in the books, and if I remember correctly, I think we counting down to the big one zero zero. Yeah, we got what eleven more? Eleven more to go. Ten, eleven more. Ten more after this one. Ten more after this one. <laughs> so uh, definitely, you know, keeping keeping track of that. Uh, one hundred on the, on gotta, the way. We gotta do something special. Yeah, we gotta get like Kobe on the show. <laughs> hey, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe hit us phone, up. Bro. Hit us up, Kobe. Phone, hey, LeBron, want to come? Hey, right. Joe Budden, if you want to come. Hey, hey, hit us up, man. And if all fails, we'll try again for Lexi Brown. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Let's get on up out of here, shall we? All right. This is Devin Norwood at DNorwood90. It's my Twitter. Uh, Jeremy Johnson, Clark underscore Kent underscore 75. Give me Superman on. You, RichardMilling.com. You can follow me on Twitter at I Eat Pizza. Or, or Lexi Brown. Or um, maybe we'll try for Taylor Rooks. Or maybe we'll try for Scotty Bean. Akeem Balaam, Twitter, Graham Beyond the W. Check it out. Out and make sure your voter registration status is active. Diamonds they wear like go fishing. I don't want friends, I want Audi. I don't want cars, I want Rari. I don't want.